once again to the Ebone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 188th time on this Friday, July 10th, 2020. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Ain't it funny? Money talks. episode's going to be pretty meta. Why? Well, because we're talking about what you're listening to right now. Yep, a podcast. Not mine, but something a lot bigger. We're talking about Joe Rogan and his show, The Joe Rogan Experience. Oh yeah, what? You thought my podcast was the only one out there? Are you kidding me? I don't have a monopoly on this thing. Even when the first TVs came out, they had three channels. You know what they say, variety's the spice of life. Alright, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, what's his show about? Well, it's an interview-based podcast where he has someone on every day from different jobs or backgrounds, and he just talks with them about a lot of different things. People like Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla and SpaceX, former pro skateboarder and founder of Birdhouse Skateboard Company, Tony Hawk, as well as James Hetfield, lead singer and rhythm guitarist of Metallica, have all talked about their passions, ambitions, and, well, just about everything else with him when he records the show live on the Joe Rogan Experience YouTube channel. So with that being said, why am I, an independent podcaster with not nearly as big of an audience, talking about him? Well, check this out. He signed a deal with Spotify, and it is huge. An exclusive licensing deal worth $100 million. Now that's a lot of money, but in my opinion, it's worth it. How? I'll tell you. We're breaking it down in this episode. Okay, first up, here's what we know now. It's been confirmed by Joe Rogan himself that starting on September 1st, his show's going to slowly start to move to Spotify. All the past interviews, every full version of the Joe Rogan experience will be hosted on Spotify. Now, the clips will still be up on YouTube, so no worries there. Now, hold on. I know what you're thinking. There's got to be a catch, right? Now you've got to pay for listening to him. Is that what's happening? No, not at all. He said in a statement on his Instagram that it will remain free, so we're good there. No worries. What about the style? Is that going to change? That's the next question we'll discuss. He also said on his Instagram in the same post, it's just a licensing deal, so Spotify won't have any creative control over the show. That seems like a win-win, right? He gets a ton of money, gets to keep creative control, and drops his hosting service, hits the ground running with an already massive audience to a platform that many people don't think about when it comes to podcasts. Oh, you need proof? Apple Podcasts is number one on the list with a staggering 52% of all podcast listeners listening on their platform, and Spotify is just second in command with 19% of people listening from there. Like I said before, this dude has a massive following, so my prediction here is Spotify could see an uptick in people listening, not just for music, but for podcasts as well. So, now that we know what it means for him, now that we've cut through some of the red tape, what does it mean for people like me? It's a huge deal that's going to ripple through podcasting as we know it. So, if you're still a little bit fuzzy on what all this means, no worries there, my friend. I brought in a special guest to break it down for you. Hi, everybody. I'm Albin Brook. I'm the head of marketing of Buzzsprout. I'm going to give you a short overview of the Joe Rogan Spotify deal. Reports are that he will earn up to $200 million, but it's heavily dependent on listenership. So what does this mean for Joe Rogan? Well, first of all, he is drastically reducing his audience size. He has a very successful YouTube channel that he will be 
least putting on pause for the duration of this deal. All those full episodes will no longer be available on YouTube. And that was a large monetization channel for him. So all those are now going to be on Spotify. So just the fact that he's limiting the ways that you can consume the content means that it will reduce the audience size. It'll be interesting to see if this influences the level of guests he gets. Spotify has also been testing video content. We didn't know why they'd been doing that, but now it seems apparent that that was in preparation for this deal with Joe Rogan, that they will be doing a video, possibly streamed content on Spotify. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Like we said, it's $100 million. That seems like a lot of money, but as soon as this was announced in something like 30 minutes, Spotify's stock surged and they added about $1.7 billion to the market cap. And that's not $1.7 billion of people thinking it's probable that Joe Rogan will bring that much value to them. It's that it signals Spotify actually has a chance to become the platform for podcasts. And the reason that's important is Spotify used to be all about music, and now they're claiming that Spotify is where you go to listen to things. So it'll be music and it will be podcasts. And podcasts are so attractive to them because the economics are so much more favorable to a platform like Spotify. The music industry has a lot of power and they make you license the music and they actually make you pay for it. Podcasts, on the other hand, are free for Spotify to distribute. Spotify doesn't have to pay for them. And so they can serve up ads around content and actually make money themselves. And like YouTube, they could provide a bit of that back to the podcaster, but it's a much more advantageous position for them to be in. They're really going to make a concerted effort to land some of these really big shows and become the place for podcasting. It shows that the industry has grown up. There'll be more money coming into the industry. That's a positive. The downside is it's starting to look like there is an opportunity for Spotify to consolidate this industry. When a platform has complete control over an industry, they often extract the maximum amount of value for themselves. If you look at something like YouTube, they take 45% of all the advertising on the platform that goes directly to YouTube. A platform with monopolistic power is able to extract the value for themselves and the value does not flow to the individual creator. So that's really the negative here if one word platform was able to bring it all together. We've also seen a lot of moves from groups like Sirius XM Radio has uh, purchased a podcast host and gotten into the industry. There's been rumors. Amazon has some podcast offerings coming. Apple is deciding to possibly do some exclusive content in podcasting. Google Podcast is making more moves. And the more of these big companies get involved, the less opportunity there will be to truly consolidate this industry into one platform, which I think would be great to keep it separate because we want to keep an open ecosystem where creators can move between whoever gives them the best deal. You want to have this relationship where you actually can negotiate the best deal for your show. So there's a couple of the takeaways. We're interested to keep seeing what happens in this space. One final thought I would leave you with, for a long time, Joe Rogan was not in Spotify. That drastically changed the leverage with Spotify because Spotify really wanted Joe Rogan to be in their platform. He was actually keeping people out of Spotify for a long time because they listened to him on different apps. Now that he's exclusive to Spotify, he's going to be bringing people in to their ecosystem. So the fact that he held out from putting his content in Spotify made them pay him the fair market value for what he was creating for the audience that he'd built. It's clear to me after hearing that, that this is not only going to shake up the world of podcasting, but mobile media in general. 
Another prediction I have is that now that Joe Rogan's going to move his platform, it's going to give a lot more smaller channels and podcasters that might not have had traffic coming in a chance to really shine through and show their stuff. This is really big in a lot of ways, and I'm honestly pretty excited to see how many of the scenarios we've discussed in this episode will actually happen. Once again, thanks to Albin for helping me make some sense out of this, and oh yeah, one more thing before I go. I want to just say what's up to Zach, Grayson, April, and Emily, the Murray family in Nashville, Tennessee. It's been a while, and everybody misses you back home. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O in official, capital E-B-Z. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review, tell me how I'm doing, and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you, stay humble, and keep an ear out.